CHUMAM Toronto is TSN 1050, an iHeart radio station and the voice of Toronto sports. Quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Yes, guy. Here we go again. Episode number 61. Jim Taddy with you. Perry Lefko, noted author, writer, reporter, a whole bunch of stuff. He's a, he's a man about town. Is alongside Perry. How are you this week, sir? Jim, I'm feeling it because the Kansas City Chiefs lost. It's been a tough week, but otherwise I'm okay. <laughs> okay, I, I know that we'll get into that with Yes Guy, No Guy. Coming up on the broadcast, Anthony Totera here, our soccer guy, to talk about the Canadian men's soccer team. What a week it was for them. Uh, later on, Steve McAllister from the Toronto Star on betting. April 4th, Ontario sports gambling changes, and the world will be different. And Herb Braley. Uh, from BraleyAdvisors.com, one of our sponsors will be by in segment number three. Segment number four is Yes Guy, No Guy, of course. Looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park Managing Broker, Remax, Remax West. Realty Brokerage has 27 award-winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call him or text him at 647-292-8886. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anybody, and he is the managing broker of REMAX West Realty. Introducing Fox 40's new premium whistle, the Fox 40 Titan, in a sleek titanium body. The Titan emulates the authentic sound of the Fox 40 Classic, available now in titanium gold or matte black, and you can find this at fox40shop.com. Yes, fox40shop.com. I don't know where this is going to go. I'm starting to splice words together. <laughs> All right, let's bring in Anthony to Terran Talk Soccer. Anthony, how are you today, sir? Jimmer, how are you? It's been a while, my friend. It has. What a week for Canadian soccer, Canadian men's soccer. I mean, how exciting is this? It's uh, it's more than exciting. It's a lifetime that myself and many longtime sufferers have waited for, and we've opened up the bandwagon to everyone, and we welcome everyone on board Canada Soccer because the more the merrier. Uh, it's uh, it's more than words that I can really describe, uh, Jim. Uh, I'll make you laugh. After the second goal that Canada scored against the USA, my wife saw me in tears crying, and she says, we had two sons, been married 30-plus years, I've never seen you cry, but you cry when Canada scored that second goal. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it's it's something special. Might so not be the you... last time you hear that, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Perry. <laughs> Anthony, where is this all going in terms of, you know, it's fairly close. I think they got three more games. How close is it to reality in the terms of qualifying? One point. One point, and, and we're through. And at worst-case scenario, we're going to finish uh, on fourth spot. But that's, that's not going to happen. We're going to get one point, and we're going to qualify. And, um, you know, it's going to be something that uh, I'm looking forward to getting my tickets and booking my flight because I'm not going to miss this training. So I'm not going to speak for you, Anthony, but the reason you're crying on that second goal is this is legitimate. So why is it more legitimate now? What what separates what's about to happen here from the past? Well, the past, we always had to look at uh, our cousins, our big brothers down to the south of us, the USA, and developing players and in, in facilities in the MLS 
starting out for, for their players and their administrators and their coaches. Uh, we've arrived, Jim. We've arrived, Perry, where we are developing world-class players. We are developing unbelievable grassroots coaches in academies and clubs that are producing these players. We are developing unbelievable administrators who know what they're doing in the game up here. So it was it was an unbelievable moment to beat the USA, who has always, uh, you know, been uh, looked upon as the jewel in CONCACAF along with Mexico. But we took care of both of them. And so now we need to be respected. And I don't think we're ever going to be looking back ever again after this um, after this qualifying. Well, Anthony, you mentioned about developing. I live in the Mississauga, and the Mississauga-Brampton area has developed a lot of young talent, some of who have gone on to play at world-class level. When did it actually start? I would say in the last 10 to 15 years, Mississauga and Brampton, more specifically Brampton, has been a hotbed of Canadian uh, soccer. It has produced unbelievable talented players. They've got some strong youth clubs. There's an unbelievable academy that's based out of Mississauga. And it's really, really uh, taken off in that area. It, it has always been strong, but, you know, I, I got to talk a little bit about York Region and the club that I'm working with, York United. York Region has been a powerhouse as well. I mean, if, if you look at the national team, uh, players that have come out of the Vaughn Soccer Club, um, Kamal Miller, Alistair Johnson, Mark Anthony Kay, and then you look at Sigma that's based out of Mississauga with Kyle Lauren, Richie Laria. Um, you know, I could go on and on and on. I mean, it's just a powerhouse between those two regions right there. Okay, so I think in the past, like if you do a history lesson on this, the grassroots soccer was always strong in this country. It was the elite level. Uh, you know, where do we put these elite players that, that may have been the problem? That, that's my take on it. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but, but what has changed at the top level that, that makes this so much more legitimate and better? Well, some of the academies, some of the clubs have put the athletes first, Jim. They have really said that, uh, you know, let's check our egos at the door, which I've always said that you need to check your egos at the door, youth clubs and academies. And that's what some of these clubs uh, have done and, and some of these academies have done. They've put their athletes first. They run their clubs and academies um, just like a, a professional club would. Uh, they train nonstop. They, and when they're not training, they're making sure that their athletes are, are, are studying the game by watching uh, game clips of who uh, they might be playing against coming up and, and et cetera, et cetera. They've taken it to a professional level. We've had unbelievable youth coaches here for the longest time. They just have never been shown the respect. They've never been given that opportunity to show what they can do because of so much political red tape and, and crap that's been going on there. But now they're being respected, trusted, and listened to. So assuming that they get to the World Cup, which seems an inevitability, as you said before, once they get there, what do they have to do to maintain their status there? Um, because if they don't do uh, perform to a certain level, they're going to have to go through this qualifying again? Well, Perry, let, let's talk about qualifying for Qatar first, and I'll answer, I'll answer the qualifying uh, for the 26 World Cup after that. Uh, I believe in my heart of hearts, and people might call me crazy, if we have a healthy Alfonso Davies, which unfortunately right now he is, is not healthy, and we pray and hope that he gets back to 100%. If we have a healthy Alfonso Davies, I'm, I'm not afraid of playing anyone. I, I mean anyone, whether it's a Brazil, a Croatia, whoever. 
because right now the team itself is playing with total uh, team commitment. They, uh, they are battling for one another. John Herdman has done a tremendous job, which I, I have to eat some humble pie, which I will do once they qualify. I didn't believe he'd be the right guy, but he has been the right guy to galvanize this squad. So I, I, I think they're going to shock a lot of people. And they're going to be, uh, to me, uh, a country that a lot of European and South American nations are going to say, wow. Canada has arrived. As for qualifying for the next one, well, you know that we're hosting it along with Mexico and the USA, so we're going to practically get a, a, a free ticket to the dance when that comes around. No, Anthony, I'm going to apologize. We're circling back time and time again, but but I want to go to like the top levels here. So, you know, you, you've said people check their ego at the door, and I, and I get all that. I, I'm not being negative that way, but I mean, really, it takes somebody to drive it at the top. Is this is this the governing body of, of soccer in Canada that has changed its approach, and and how does the CPL play into this? Well, great question, Jim. Look, I wouldn't say it's the CSA that is really, you know done a lot of uh, great things in the past, but recently they have. So, yes, they, they've started to do a lot more things in a positive nature and, and, and in a positive way. And look, CPL, the league that I believe in and love so much that I've been a part of for now going on five years, four and a half at the head office and now with York United, uh, there's another pathway. There's another opportunity for young Canadians to play the game they love, for young Canadians to be given an opportunity to play pro. And so what has changed is that we're finally doing things right at the grassroots level with clubs and academy. We're finally, um, you know, been given the opportunity to, to get first team minutes with MLS clubs. And, and we're finally not getting the door closed on us in Europe when some of our players are going to look for opportunities to play. So uh, I, I think to me, this is the golden time for Canadian soccer. Anthony, you just mentioned that Canada has the potential to beat Brazil and Croatia. Now, I, I got to challenge you on that because Canada is just playing in a qualifying to get there. You're talking about countries that are powerhouses that th these kids are taught to play football, you know, basically from the time they're young. So how can you possibly say that Canada has the potential to beat powerhouses like Brazil and Croatia? And we can go on and on about some of the other ones that are really, really stacked with talent. Yeah, I, I stand by that, Perry, and I will stand by that. If we're in the same group as a Brazil, a Croatia, a Germany, uh, you name it, absolutely not afraid one bit. Now, if, if we lose, we lose, but I don't think we'll be embarrassed, and I think that we can go with them toe-to-toe -to -toe for a good portion of the game, and then who knows what happens. If we have right now a, a, a guy that is being uh, you know, pursued by some of the top clubs in the world, Jonathan David. Jonathan David is going to put... Uh, just like Alfonso Davies did, put Canada on the map by breaking uh, the bank when it comes to a player uh, being sold. Uh, Kyle Lauren is an unbelievable talent that is scoring goals with one of the top sides in Europe. So to answer your question, no, I, I, I don't f uh, fear Brazil or Croatia. Why? I mean, this isn't the Canada of years gone by that, uh, you know, hadn't qualified for World Cups and, and didn't have the right infrastructure, didn't have the right mentality. Everything they have right now are, is going uh, going for them. Perry, we beat Mexico, and we drew Mexico in the world-famous Azteca. We beat the USA handily, and we drew them in the USA. Mexico, for me, was a top-ten nation for the longest time. Well, we're not afraid of Mexico anymore, Perry. Well, I, I don't agree with you, but you know, I guess Anthony. you can be confident all you want. 
Yes, go! Oh, guys. <laughs> I, I think, Anthony, what you're describing here is, uh, you know, we're dealing with, with the sort of the enthusiasm in Canada for this team. But you're telling me, and, and I agree with you because I've, I've read reports where people on other teams have said this, that this is, um, you know, this isn't a breaking story in Canada. The soccer world understands what's happening here. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Perry, look, in a 90-minute game, anything can happen. Now, if you tell me if Brazil or, or Croatia were to play Canada two, three, four times, then sure, obviously the cream always rises to the top and the better nations like a Croatia or Brazil and, and you name it, a Germany will, will come out on top with more wins. But in a 90-minute game, I'm not afraid to play anyone. Not the way we're playing right now. Can you tell me, Perry, if there's a goalkeeper right now that is playing better than our keeper Milan Borjan in the world. I think you're dreaming, man. I think you're absolutely you're, you're you're caught up in the emotion. And that's great, but reality is when they get to the World Cup and they will, that is the big dance. This is just qualifying. So if you think if they get into a group with Brazil or Croatia, Italy, any of these powerhouses that they have, they have a chance to getting through. I suggest if they win one of those games, that'll be an achievement because it hasn't happened in the history of Canada in the World Cup. Well, Perry, I'm not saying they're going to win the group. I, I didn't I say that either. Get, yeah, I think they can get out of the group, and I believe wholeheartedly that if they play a Brazil, a, a Croatia, whoever, that they can absolutely hold their own. Why, why can't they hold their own? Can you give me a striker of, of Davies or a player like Jonathan David right now that I can't compare with on Brazil or Croatia? Anthony, like I told you, these guys are playing no, no, in the Premier Leagues. They're the Perry, best they're, in the world. like a Jonathan David or a Davies when he's healthy that is on a Brazil right now. I'm not no, going to go through wish we had this. more time. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, thanks very much. Really appreciate it, buddy. We'll have appreciate you back it. on. We'll continue the debate. Take care, Jim. All right, that's Anthony Tatera at... Add for Tatera is the Twitter account. If you're an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park Managing Broker, Remax West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.net. Master your game strategy with the Fox 40 coaching boards available for basketball, hockey, and football and more. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order order go to fox40shop.com this is yes guy the radio show on tsn 1050 gameplay weekday afternoons from one till four on tsn 1050 we're going all in on the coverage you can bet on it tsn 1050 listen anywhere head to tsn 1050.ca hit the listen live button and enjoy the show tsn 1050 everywhere you want it now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Homeowners are first time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG Safe Bridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact him at, on Twitter at MTG Dean. Visit his website, deanromani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Yes, Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy, Perry Leftco with you. Now we bring in Steve McAllister from the Toronto Stars. Steve, welcome. How are you today, sir? Hey, good, Jim. You? How are you, Perry? Great. 
Everybody's good. Good. Um, so uh, April 4th, uh, betting changes in the province of Ontario. Uh, and this, I mean, what are we about to step into here? Let's just start with a with a big picture question. Yeah, I think, Jim, it's probably going to be a little bit like the Wild West. I mean, I've been following this uh, following this story for about a year now, and uh, it looks like when the, when the coin drops on April 4th, you're probably going to have uh, up to up to 20, 25 sportsbook operators uh, running legal legal online sportsbooks in Ontario. So, you know, we're going to see the, the DraftKings and FanDuel's and BetMGM's and Caesars and PointsBet and uh, the score. I mean, it, it's going to be uh, uh, not just really busy on April 4th, but, but leading up to it as we, you know, as we see these sportsbooks start to advertise and do partnership deals to promote their products. Well, Steve... I've been covering horse racing a long time, done a lot of betting, and I think the one thing I want to ask you is it's great to have betting, but do you think people are going to get themselves into problems with betting because you've got to understand money management and a whole bunch of other things? Yeah, such a great question, Perry, and it's the one thing I've talked to a lot of people in the industry about uh, is responsible gambling, and uh, I'm, I'm sure, Perry, but because of your background and your experience, the one thing that you've seen uh, in the States, it's just the spate of, of advertising around sports betting. And I wonder, because uh, everything I hear suggests that Ontario is going to be a lot more tightly regulated. And, and it seems to me that they're probably that these sports book operators have to have a little bit louder messaging about, around responsible gambling. And, and that, that message I get is that something that the Alcohol Gaming Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario is going to be paying very close attention to. But yeah, it, it's a great point, Perry. And, and um, I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a lot of sports fans who are going to turn to betting, and, and they have to be aware that you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. So, I mean, going down that road, uh, much like alcohol, would there be um, counter-advertising to explain the addiction and, and how to help people that may have this problem? Absolutely, Jim. And, and every part of every sports book getting re- regulated, they do have to have responsible gambling programs and and uh, I guess the one thing I would say that's a bit of a pet peeve of mine right now is if you if you watch ads on TV or, or listen to ads on radio, certainly on television, the, the responsible gambling piece has kind of been fine print at the bottom of a television ad. Um, that's that's something I think the sports book operators can do a better a better job of, and not just the operators, but we've seen the U.S. where the NFL, for example, they've contributed a lot, uh, you know, seven figures to responsible gambling programs and. And uh, so I, I think there's, uh, to Perry's point, there, there, there needs to be a greater awareness out there once this open market launches that, that people can't get themselves into trouble if they're not careful. Steve, what's the advantage of uh, betting with one of these companies that's regulated by a government as opposed to just doing it online? Yeah, the biggest thing I would say, Perry, is just the, the government will, will get tax revenue and, and revenue that they haven't seen before with the gray market operators who, you know, are kind of have been running uh, running outside of the jurisdiction of, of not just Ontario, but provinces across Canada. And we've seen in New York, which announced yesterday, uh, New York's only had live online sports betting for three weeks now, and they've taken in over $1.6 billion uh, in betting handle. And uh, because New York has such a steep tax rate, I think it's a 51% tax rate down there, uh, the, the state government of New York is going to take in $58 million for the month of January. And that, you know, that's just one month with six operators running right now. And so the anticipation is this, this will create uh, you know, pretty generous tax revenue for the province. 
Steve, I'm fascinated by the partnerships that, that come out of this. And so let's talk about um, sports teams, sports leagues, uh, and in particular in Toronto, MLSE. Uh, how does this happen? And, and uh, like, what are the benefits of this? I think obviously it's money, but, but how, do this part, how does the partnership uh, sort of form and grow? And, and, uh, and I guess going forward, how does it change sports in terms of injury reporting? Yeah, I'll start with the injury reporting, Jim. It's kind of interesting. I, I assume when we started, you know, going down this path, about, you know, 11, 10 months ago, that uh, the NHL, for example, which is the three of us know have been pretty, uh, you know, anything but transparent on injuries. And when you talk to people in the industry, the the, the, the sharp betters, the professional betters, uh, they don't they don't want that information out there because they want to be able to do their own homework and, and get a bit, a bit of an edge on the sports books. And the feedback I've got from stakeholders across the injury is they're, they're across the industry is they're not they're not all that concerned with that those injury reports whether that's true or not I don't know. As far as on the partnership side, you're absolutely right, Jim. It starts starts with money, um, a, a lot of money, and we're going to see. I think what we're going to see is uh, what we've kind of seen up until now is you know we've seen sportsbook operators with with rink boards at the at the Scotia Bank Arena. Uh, and other facilities across the country. But what you're going to see now is what we're seeing in the U.S., where uh, in Washington, the, the home of the Capitals and Wizards, now have a, a live sports book in the arena. Uh, we've seen the same thing in, in Arizona with the football stadium. Um, the, uh, the Waste Management Open down there, they're, they're going to have an active sports book down there next year. Uh, the score has a deal with Golf Canada for both the men's and women's Canadian Open Golf Championships this summer. So, It'll be interesting to see what uh, what the scores presence is on the two the two host golf courses for that tournament. So I, I think the, the the one thing I'm anxious to see, guys, is just how those sports books promote their products and in, in venues and what kind of access fans are going to have to actually placing bets in arenas. Steve, you work for a company called Parlay Media, and I would say if there's anything that's that's come out of all this is that. You no longer have to play parlays. You have to get three wins, which I think is basically a sucker's play. So is this going to sort of help people to bet instead of having to really, really be on top of their game? They can just bet one game and hope. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah, it's, it, that, that's a great point, Perry. And again, people will tell you that, that uh, as you just pointed out, that the parlay betting is a real, t- real tough goal. And people love the fact now that they can not only just bet on a on the result in the game, but you can actually do these prop bets where you know where for example, if I'm watching the Leafs play this week against the Devils, I can put a couple of dollars on Mitch Marner scoring in a game or or picking up a power play point. Um, and I think that's where the fun comes in. I'm I'm not anywhere uh, you know anywhere close and experienced better. I've gone to the racetrack a few times in my life, but. Uh, up until the last six or seven months, I haven't done a lot of sports betting. And uh, I'll say for me, it's just been kind of fun working with a very small bankroll and, and putting $2 on a Raptors game or, you know, $2 on the Canadians and Flames on a, on a Wednesday night. And, I, you know, I think that maybe is where the opportunity for sports fans, as long as they're responsible, that you can have a bit of fun playing those sing- placing those single bets. Yes, go! <laughs> <laughs> That was unsolicited. I I have to ask this question, but just because you can never predict how things 
uh, you know, sort of break, and, and we've got um, athletes that are in different situations than they would have been in, and it's a small sample size, of course, but different situations in terms of lifestyle than we could have predicted even even five years ago. So uh, looking for, you know, how this alters the behavioral expectation of our athletes, and, and you know, you talked about before um, a disclosure of, of injury, and, and some people don't like that, but, I mean, basically what you're trying to do with the transparency is prevent insider trading. So, so how do leagues deal with these issues? Yeah, um, if you look at a lot of the, there are a lot of companies out there, Jim, that, that offer integrity programs, and two of the big players with the professional sport leagues in North America are Genius Sports and Sport Radar, and those companies are, not only do they provide data and, and streaming technology to sports leagues that are tied into sports betting, but they're also providing integrity programs as well, and I I think the one concern, and not so much with, with the, the mainstream professional sports leagues where, as we, the three of us know, the athletes are making so much money now that, that uh, you know, the match fixing probably isn't going to be, uh, isn't be, be relevant because the athletes make, make so much. But it's these, you know, Olympic sports, for example, and, and we've seen in Canada, and, and Perry, you might have even been involved in this story 10 years ago where, you know, there's lower tier, lower tier soccer league in Canada where there was match fixing going on and players were accepting bribes. And, um, so that's, I would say that's the one place where we're going to have to watch, watch for possible, uh, match fixing or integrity problems as, as with, uh, with Olympic athletes, especially in those niche sports. All right, Steve, very quickly, who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's your pick? Well, Perry, it's the year of the Tigers, so I'm 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 going to go with the with the Bengals. Wow! And you're taking the dog too. Not bad. <laughs> well, you can make more money that way, can't you, Perry? You should always bet the dog, always, because even if your team loses, you can still win based on just what the point spread is. Randall the Handle taught me that. Yeah, that I, I'm he, I'm hearing that from from Harley Redlick and some of the people at the parlay too, uh, Perry. That's the same advice. So are you going points or no points? I mean, we have to clarify the wager here. Well, I'll, I'll go points. I can't remember what the line is right now. I'm sure Perry's going to tell me, but I, I, I like I like the Bengals regardless. Four and a half. I think okay, L.A. So would be I'm the favorite by about three just because they're the home field advantage. Right. Yeah, yeah I think, I think you're right. It, it is three or three and a half. So I have four and a half, but I'm going to sort of buy into the Bengals because then it indicates that maybe the Lions have an opportunity at some point. Oh, Jim. Point. Oh, man. <laughs> no, guy. I had to get that in there. Yeah, so, okay, whatever. Whatever, guys. Steve, th- thanks very much. Love to have you back on. Okay, great. Thanks. Great talking with you guys. Appreciate it. That's Steve McAllister uh, working for, uh, well, he's editor-in-chief of the Parlay and also for the Toronto Star. Just want to be transparent about that. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG Safebridge Mortgage Solutions. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with the custom-tailored mortgage solution that you need for all your in- interests. And you can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGD. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call to 416-885-1761. Stay safe and stay heard with the Fox 40 electronic whistle, producing 100 decibels at the push of a button. The electronic whistle is per- perfect to bring along for any outdoor activity. Don't forget to use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. Go to Fox40Shop.com. This is YESGUY, the radio show on TSN 1050. 
First Up with Karolnik and Koliakovo. I appreciate you guys. I listen to you every morning, so all the very best, gentlemen. You're the best, right. buddy. Darcy Tucker. Best Buds with your buds. Weekday morning, 6 till 10 on TSN 1050. If you ain't first, you're last. TSN 1050. Listen anywhere. Stream us on iHeartRadio, the TSN app, or on Apple CarPlay. TSN 1050, everywhere you want it. You're listening to The Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Yeah, you see them hoses run and you watch them disappear. Oh, Yes Guy. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. And if you really want to hear Herb speak, just listen right now. Herb, welcome. How are you today, sir? Oh, he's not there. Oh, okay. We're we're hooking up with Herb. Oh well. Uh, by the way, did he pay off his Grey Cup bet, Perry? No, he hasn't. Okay. Oh. Maybe that's oh. not. Maybe that's why he's not talking to us. He's afraid. He's yellow. Okay. Oh. Wow. Well, wow. <laughs> Sponsoring guest gets thrown under the bus. Uh, is he there, Austin? Oh, there he is, Herb. <laughs> if your ears are burning, they should be. <laughs> How about that Grey Cup bet? Oh, my God. We're going to remember that first. Don't um, leave town. Yeah. I'll come after you. I'll find you. Uh, I know. I, I lost that bet to Perry. We've got to do a double or nothing on the Super Bowl, or we've got to square that up. But uh, I don't know what you guys think, but the, um, the decision-making and the play-calling in the game, people have talked about ad nauseum. But I, I think as a Ticat fan, we had the game in our grasp in the last few seconds inside the oh. five, and um, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't happy with the – the play calling, certainly on first down, <laughs> you know, straight ahead run. And uh, we almost got the score at the end, but I was looking for a, an Ian Sunter type uh, 72 ending there. It was oh. right there. So. <laughs> well, you can't get that if you take a knee in the end zone. But but anyway, I mean, that's with the losing team, certainly in the NFL playoffs and in the Grey Cup, would have a lot to, to be concerned about in terms of play calling and, and things that happened, uh, you know, with, with seconds left. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stories that way by the way you know happy new year we haven't talked for a while how are you how's everything going i'm doing great uh good to be back on yes guy you know and i think i got uh super bowl fever going actually yes right guy! <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, okay so it is tax and it is rsp season what can you advise well, I was just looking uh, up some stats on, uh, you know, how the TSX markets have been doing recently. And, uh, you know, it was kind of rocking up and down at the beginning of the month, but it's crossed back over into positive territory. And uh, that's usually what happens um, when I'm dealing with people. It's usually with an eye to the long term, right, because we're saving money for down the road. And um, there's been no better place over decades than to be in the investment funds that are made up of stocks and bonds and so i would make sure that people want to be in the in the portfolios for three to five years or beyond and and suggest mutual funds and segregated funds uh the tsx has done 35 percent in the last five years that's a pretty darn good average so i would say to people 
whatever you can put away right now. Let's get it in before March 1st with an RSP. Continue to save beyond that and the other vehicles we have, and uh, don't worry about it. It all works out, even with all this COVID challenge we've had. Just putting the money away and trying to save it is a great habit to get into. Well, Herb, the Lefko household is doing very well in the stock market because of my wife, Lady Jane, who's the money manager in the family. But I have to ask you a question about RSP. Do you recommend people borrow money to put into an RSP? I don't think so. Um, I think if you have it, if, if you've got a place you can take it where you're not going to be paying tax to get the money to do it, um, I, I would go ahead and put it in there. And uh, more specifically, if, if you have a tax issue or you just want to lower the tax that you're paying in the year, then go ahead and put it in. Um, some people now, um, if they're regularly kind of adding to their TFSA, some of them take it out of the TFSA because there's no tax there and then put it into the RSP. But, uh, again, that's more of a last resort. Once uh, I find people have money they've put into, into programs to save, I don't like to see them take it out, you know, to do a sideways move. Um, if, having said that, if you want to make a sizable RSP contribution and you don't mind using the bank's money to do it, I would just say as, as long as you can pay it back over the one-year or the two-year uh, plan that's usually set up, then that's okay. Herb, let's talk about what the market's done over the last month because it did it did go down quite a bit and then and then it did recover as as it usually does. Um, you know what were the factors here? I mean, because I, I I'm led to believe that the the latest COVID uh, problem in the states didn't really alter the markets the way everybody thought it would. It was other factors. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that it's always about confidence, right? People are are, are watching uh, the news and. Every negative story affects confidence to a certain degree. So we've got people out there who are doing some day trading at home and watching their stuff all the time, um, uh, trying to time the market, which is hard to do. You've got um, people who, as part of their career, are trading enormous amounts of stocks for companies. And I think what we saw was when um, the Bank of Canada said that they were going to potentially raise interest rates um, coming up in the next month or so, um, that triggered, you know, people to sell off some stocks and or do some profit taking, if you will. Some people would uh, would say that that's uh, was in order. Also, there was talk of inflation. I think the Bank of Canada maneuver is to sort of ward off the the increase in in inflation. We've got cost of living that's gone up because of the challenges to do with COVID. But um, these things always work themselves out. Um, just as I said a few moments ago, like the market has come back from when all this stuff was was uh, talked about, and um, you know there's always world events that are going to happen. And we we saw the protesting stuff that that went on, and uh, you know we've got supply chain problems that have raised prices, but the market's going to be fine. Always is. Herb, I just mentioned before, you know, about my wife and some of her strategies, and her father taught her a long time ago. It's a long-term play. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And can you talk about, you know, the difference between people want to looking at it, you know, playing conservatively, going after blue chip stocks versus trying to go for a quick game because they see or hear something about a moving play? Well, I, I, think, uh, I think your wife's uh, father was giving her great advice because uh, that investing cliche, I, 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 I like that one. I, that makes a lot of sense. Um, it's so hard to time the market, but there's historical proof that if, you, if you're investing in well-balanced portfolios, 
and uh, let's talk about spot uh, stock specifically. Warren Buffett says he he wants to deal with companies that are going to be around 50 years from now that have a great track record. They have great management, can get the stock at a great price. They, uh, they always have a competitive advantage. So uh, you know, people will probably still be eating Snickers bars. You know, they'll still be drinking Coca-Cola 50 years from now. So there's there's some. I'm just going to say method in the madness, but that that's it's uh, oxymoron. It, there's some some proof in the pudding, if you will. Pick your cliche that um, your wife's strategy works, and so does Warren Buffett's. Herb, tell us about cash value life insurance and, and how you know if you have kids, this could be a good thing. Yeah, I was just looking at um, one of my son's plans the other day, and I was thinking about um, how over the years, uh, myself, my father, a lot of our colleagues, fellow agents we work with, have uh, sat with grandparents and parents and given them another alternative to save money for down the road, and um, that is through cash value life insurance. When we're younger and we're healthier, the premiums are lower. And so if, if someone wants to start their child's insurance program for down the road for when they're an adult and they need the insurance because they're getting married or they're starting a family or they have a business and things like that, never a better time than to start it when they're uh, newborns, infants, you know, young kids. The premiums are uh, so low um, that it, it, it's, it, it's, it's pennies for the dollars. And you can actually overfund these contracts contracts that are getting paid dividends from the insurance companies that do very well over time. You can have managed portfolios in the in the policies, and they grow tax-sheltered while you leave the cash in there, much like an RESP. So it's an alternative to an RESP. It's a complement to the RESP. If someone says to me, you know, tell me something else I can put in, I've got some extra money other than an RESP, then we look at, uh, you know, a nominal amount of insurance and, and just watch it grow and, uh, and have them funded over time. And to give you an example, my, my one son, um, I think we bought him a $250,000 policy when he was born. And he's a teenager now, and we've been overfunding it. And um, I think there's... $450,000 of insurance it's grown to. He's got about $35,000 of cash in the plan, which he can use for all kinds of things. And um, and that's uh, the, the miracle of cash value life insurance. Well, Herb, I know you as not only as a person that's involved in investing and a professional at that, but you also do a lot of promotions. You're involved in entertainment. And one of the things you do is that you uh, sometimes take out your clients to an event as a means to just creating a relationship. And tell me how that started and why that's an advantage, to, in your opinion, for doing business. Well, I've always thought that if I can help my customers succeed, aside from just um, giving referrals, and that works great as well with the customers, then I then that's going to be beneficial to me and my company. And, um, you know, I'll give you an example, Perry. Uh, you guys had um, Michael Hansen on a few weeks ago, and he was talking about his company. And um, recently we've done some business together. He's a customer. Um, he mentioned to me that um, one of the things that he does, he likes to work with a young talent. Uh, we wondered, you know, if, if I knew anyone who, you know, might be worth having a conversation or a meeting with to see if he could help with uh, writing and, and recording and so forth. And, and I've never tried to wrangle talent before, but some people I knew had sent me some demos 
of uh, their, their, their kids singing and performing, and I put a couple of them on to Michael, and it's worked out. They're, um, you know, they're, they're recording with him. He's writing for them. They're using influencers in the, uh, the Internet, getting a, a ton of hits on YouTube and Spotify. And um, it, it's just been really surreal to see how that's unfolded. Uh, one of them actually just crossed over 100,000 hits on Spotify, which I can't believe. And uh, so I, I feel like I'm uh, three for three with him, you know, with my uh, referrals and my presence. But uh, beyond that, uh, any time that I can, you know, with anyone in any industry, if I can send them someone that I think that they can do business with that they're going to help, I'm going to do it because it's just better for everybody. Win, win, win. All right. Speaking of win, 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 give us your pick on the Super Bowl. This is your chance to get your money back because I don't want to hold your money ransom forever. <laughs> well, I was listening to McAllister and you guys. I mean, where's the love for the Rams? I, you know, I, <laughs> I'm 45 years as a Ram fan. No kidding. And um, I, I'm just uh, bursting that uh, they're hosting the game and, and, in, and in the big one. I, of course, am betting with my heart and my head on the Rams. So, oh, yes, guy! Austin, that's a no guy. Wow. He just gave me more money, okay? <laughs> and you had, to, you had to get a Lions quarterback to make it legitimate. What's the story? Oh, Jim. There? <laughs> yes, guy! Listen, the cream, the cream always rises. They've got so many future Hall of Famers and all pros on that team. I think they're going to they're gonna do it. They, you know, special players make special plays on special days, and I think that that's what's going to happen. So you go book it. Okay, Herb, thanks very much. Appreciate it, and thanks for your support. All the best again, guys. Always fun to be on Yes Guy. <laughs> it, it is, isn't it? it? I have to agree with you on that. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. And... A note from Fox 40, be prepared on the ice with the Fox 40 hockey products such as the Fox 40 Call and Fox 40 Superforce CMG. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order, fox40shop.com. This is YESGUY, the radio show on TSN 1050. Number one in inspiration. Someone said I was inspired to go to the bulk barn last week. Like, that's not what we're talking about. Somebody said a good bowel movement. (laughs) Overdrive, (laughs) Toronto's legends of the couch. Weekdays 4 to 7 on TSN 1050. I appreciate people that are just honest. They're like, no, not really. Like, nothing's inspiring. (laughs) TSN 1050. Listen anywhere. Stream your favorite shows on your smart speaker. Simply tell your smart speaker to listen to TSN 1050. Everywhere you want it. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Yes Guy. No Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the All Rights Reserved edition of Yes Guy, No Guy on the Yes Guy Radio Show. I mean, it's all official, so go ahead, guy. Operator guy Austin Mackey is getting really good hitting the yes guy, no guy button. No guy. <laughs> Austin oh, answers. Oh, yes guy. Come on, yeah. Austin. Austin doesn't like it. He doesn't like his own work. Yes guy. I really like that he does that, and it helps with uh, something that most people don't understand we fight through is a little thing called a time delay. But nonetheless, 
Uh, yes guy, no guy, number one from here. Groundhog Day. <laughs> what? What is Groundhog Day what? Give me a question. I, I, I said Groundhog Day. Yes guy, no guy. <laughs> what, what, what's your preference? I mean, it's pretty simple. No guy. I could care less about Groundhog okay. Day. Unless, okay? There, there you go. Yeah, All right. there you go. Go ahead, Second sir. one. Austin Mackey, when he hit yeah. long train running, you immediately perked up. Yes, guy! Oh, yes, guy. <laughs> One of my favorite bands. <laughs> Love the Doobie Brothers. Have most of their albums, most of their vinyl in my collection. That is my okay, favorite ahead, song sir. of Not... all time, forever and ever. Okay? Oh, it's a, it was a great band. There's no question about that. Um, yes, guy, no guy, you are still mourning the KC loss. <laughs> yes, Jim. I am mourning. I am sick for meeting all the humble pie and... I don't think I can get over this one for a long time. I don't know what happened to the quarterback. He just, he, I don't know what happened. I can't explain it. Yeah, and I hope it doesn't turn in. I hope the Bengals don't turn into the Montreal Canadiens story of, of you upset everybody, get into the big game, and then poof, nothing happens. I hope it doesn't go that way. Go ahead, sir. Yes, guy, no guy. When Kansas City couldn't get it through on the last play of the game, that, the game was pretty well over then. It was the turning point. Yes, guy. The coin flip. <laughs> Not the coin flip. I'm talking at the first half. They couldn't score on the last play of the first half. Yeah. Well, no, that wasn't the end of it. No, guy. Disagree. No, no they, they imploded later on, guys. No, guy. I don't know what you're upset about. Yeah, there we go. Yes, guy. No, guy. New golf leagues. No, guy. No, guy. I am a PGA guy all the way. I think, guys, I, you know, if, if the players want to go grab some money playing in this European tour or Saudi Arabia tournament, good for them, but I don't think it's good for the game. Okay, I, I disagree with you, and we'll end on that disagreement. Thanks, Guy. Look forward to Episode 62 of Yes, Guy next week. First up with Karolnik and Koliakovo, weekday morning 6 till 10 on TSN 1050. If you ain't first, you're last.